Two years ago, Destination Mystery investigated a haunted cave where the arms, legs, and torso of a serial killer were found. To this day, the head has never been discovered. Mike and Melissa ventured into this haunted cave once again to see if they could discover where his head was located. The other lingering questions were, who killed him and why? Stay tuned. Mystery Media Group presents Case File 52. are listening to mystery media group Yay! hi i'm melissa and i'm mike and we are destination mystery destination mystery paints the story for paranormal content abnormal adventures and the fun behind the investigations we believe the paranormal is all around us each week we'll take you to a new destination where we will try and solve the mystery this is not the same old ghost story you've heard before We will not only tell the spooky story, we'll go to the remote location to investigate for ourselves. Fasten your seatbelts and put on your helmet as we take you on a new adventure that will leave you questioning what you've always thought about the paranormal. We did an an investigation on our very, it was actually our second episode. We had researched a case regarding a serial killer in Idaho, and his body was found in a cave. And we just recently went and reinvestigated that same cave. We also had a medium who was trying to help us locate his head, which has never been found. Michael, do you want to give a recap of of that case and what, what started us on this journey? In the 70s, some kids were hiking in this cave. They're looking for Indian arrowheads. And they came across a torso and some clothing that was still kind of attached to this torso. They didn't give it any thought. They thought maybe it was just a sheep herder that died in the cave. But then several years later, some more people were hiking, looking in this cave and looking for arrowheads and found some arms and legs. This is just a brief, you know, there's more to the story, but they found the arms and legs. So they just, the police decided to do an investigation and find out who this was. They brought in Idaho State University, their CSI teaching division, and the students ran with it. They ran the DNA to try to find out who it was. And it turns out the guy's name was Joseph Loveless. He died in the late or early, early 1900s. He was an axe murderer who killed his wife and then went to prison. He escaped, and nobody knows where he went from there. And then they find him 100 years later with his head missing inside of that cave. And he used to live there before he was arrested. So he lived near that cave. It's interesting. He came back to that same place. 
Yeah, and we investigated it two years ago and we got some evidence. We got that whistle that we actually use in our theme song. We caught it in that cave and that's the whole reason we put it in our theme song. We also caught several of his alias names while we were there the first time. We got his wife's name when we were there the first time. We got him on what? The spirit box and the uh, EVP recorder. Well, I was there this last time. Joseph's name came across my obulus too. That's right. Right when we showed up before we even said anything. You got the name Joseph. That's right. Our goal in going there the second time was we still don't know where his head is because they discovered the torso, the arms and the legs, but the head has never been found. And we still have no idea who killed him, who murdered him. We did a live investigation with Miriam Farish, who is a psychic medium. And she was able to give us a little bit of direction on where his head might be. Do you want to talk about that, Mike? We didn't know anything about this place. We didn't tell her much about it. And Melissa and I were there in person and she was at her place. And when we got there, she got the vision that his skull was not inside the cave anymore. It was on the outside, but it was covered in moss and lichen. And I thought that was very interesting because all the rocks out there, this is a desert, but they're all covered in moss and lichen. So it was interesting that she thought of that. Even me staring there, standing there looking at those rocks, didn't think about the skull being covered in moss but all the rocks were. So it makes sense. The skull would be too. Didn't she say that it might, she had the impression that it had brought brought outside and mm-hmm. then passed aside. Or it was like just in the opening of the cave somewhere. Like it wasn't like deep within. And we always wondered the area that his body was found. There's actually three different caves in that area or three different tunnels within the same cave system. The one cave is the civil defense area where they have. Why don't you tell them about what the civil defense cave? The civil defense was a back in the 70s. They built these underground cave. They didn't build the cave, but they put a cement wall in and a gate and then they put lighting. They had a generator. They had a fuel tank and they had like a headquarters room inside there and they stocked it full of food crackers and and water and portable toilet systems and stuff like that so that in the event of a nuclear fallout we'd all have somewhere to go if anybody's ever been in the cave the grand canyon caverns and seen the store of stuff they have down there that jfk put in there it's the same stuff it's just in a different cave up in this direction it would be a miserable place to live i think i'd rather take my chances with nuclear fallout than live there yeah It would be miserable, especially if you had to be with a lot of other people down there. But Mm -hmm. so they have the one area where there's a civil defense cave. And then to the left is where they actually found the, the cave to the left is where they found the arms, the legs and the torso. But then there's this tiny cave to the right where nobody's really explored a whole lot. It's kind of small. It's hard to get into. But Mike and I always wondered if perhaps that's where the 
head had been thrown into or buried or or whatever. And when Miriam suggested that it was covered in lichen and moss, Michelle and I went down into that smaller cave and we're, we were looking around because there was a lot of rocks there that were covered in that moss. And it could have been in any of those little cracks and crevices and areas. And we did find a lot of bones down there, most likely sheep and cow bones, because that's what's out in that desert. But we never find a head, ever. Tons of bones, never a head. We looked around, we searched, we dug, we did everything we could think of to try and find that head, but we didn't come up with it, unfortunately. But we also had the spirit box going. Michelle was listening to an FM frequency and I was listening to an AM frequency. And we both heard a man come across it. He had a really gruff voice. He was not happy that we were searching around. So we're not sure if perhaps he was the murderer or if he was Joseph Loveless himself. But we did get the words, you'll never find it. So I don't know. I don't know. Maybe we won't ever find it, but I really want to. (laughs) I want to be the person that discovers it. Yeah, that'd be so cool. I know that's morbid, but it would be kind of cool. It is morbid, but at the same time, they've been searching all over for it and they found everything but the skull. So it would be cool if somebody actually discovered it and could connect it with his body and they could put it all to rest. But at the same time, though, even if you found the head, we still would we know who murdered him or why he was murdered. You know, he wasn't a good guy. He murdered his wife. He did a lot of bad things. But why was he murdered? Who did it? Nobody knows. So those were two answers that we were trying to look for. We didn't really get the answers to those, but I mean, we did get a couple of things that we could share. We got a couple of things on yeah. the spirit box and Ovilus. I don't know how significant they are. Maybe you can hear more than I can, but we'll go ahead and share those. So the whole time we were in that cave, though, doing our investigation, I swear I could hear people talking and people walking. Yeah. I mean, to the point where I left the cave to go see who was outside and I never saw anybody, but man. I mean, I have a little clip of that where we hear footsteps. To me, it sounded like somebody was walking above us. You mentioned that you heard somebody kind of pacing back and forth on the gravel. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Talk about that. Right before when I got to the cave, I hadn't gone down inside yet. And Miriam was asking if Joseph was around and he said he was there. And at the same time, she said he was pacing. And the same time she said that, I heard somebody walking in the gravel behind me. So I flipped around to see who it was. And there was nobody there, but I did hear them walking in the gravel right as she was talking about somebody else being there. We have a little clip that talks about the footsteps. We all heard them. They were very loud. When we were in the cave, it sounded, it was kind of like the ground either above us or underneath us was hollow. To me, it sounded above us. 
And so Michael went and checked it out and he couldn't find anybody, but even your dog kept going to the mouth yeah. of the cave looking at something. Yeah, he was like, What is going on? So I'll play that one real quick. It sounds like it's above us, doesn't it? Footsteps. It sounds like it's above us. Is that you, Joseph? Are you walking around? So it's kind of hard to hear the footsteps on that clip, but you do hear the... The hooby-doo. The hooby-doo. <laughs> My brain is so fried right now. I'm so tired. It is called a REM pod. The REM pod. That's such a big <laughs> word. You can hear the REM pod go off, and it was almost like it was answering us about the footsteps. Anyway, that clip was a little bit harder to hear the footsteps, but we were hearing them. To me, it sounded above. And my dog, Toby, was there and he kept running out like he could hear something outside. And then he'd come back in and then we'd hear him and he'd run back out and come back in. And Michael even went out to go check and you didn't see anybody. I didn't see a soul. And it, I know it wasn't the cows because they weren't above the ceiling of the cave there were cows out there but they were out you weren't hearing cows yeah they were out in the field they were not above the ceiling of the cave so that was a little strange if those footprints were below us we got whole different issues you know how the bottom of that cave floor did seem very soft and i know it's because they've been digging around trying to find his head because they found the rest of his body there but it was like very soft. There were parts of it that did sound hollow. And I was like, it did. Michelle wondered if perhaps there's another cave system underneath that. Well, there are several caves out there that have more than one level. When we were kids, there was one that had, it was an ice cave and you could climb down a waterfall into a second room. And my uncle was telling me that when he was a kid, you could go down the several levels and go quite a ways into these. But over the years, the water has filled them up and they're frozen solid now. And we went back a couple of years ago to where we climbed down the waterfall and you can see the rope and the spike in the, through the ice, but it is completely full now. There's a very strong possibility that there's another lava the level. And these were all lava tube caves and there could be another one underneath that one because there were parts of it that did sound hollow so i guess we'll never know i mean unless we that would be a big project yeah i'm not digging that floor yeah i'm not doing that either i've dug enough graves i don't need to do any more (laughs) digging a lot of rock to move and stuff okay i'm gonna show you the other ones that i have i asked are you the murderer can you tell us who murdered you? Are you the murderer? If you're the murderer, step back. I can't really tell what it says. Did you hear it? I heard it. I couldn't understand it. But it's interesting that Rimpod went off at the same time. Yeah. That did. And then it... it went off when you told it to walk away it did that's interesting so i'm going to just play this part right here where it you hear a voice i just don't know what it says 
It's very faint. I almost hear like it's me or something, but I don't, I really don't know. It's very hard to tell. Here's the next one. Did you murder your wife in front of your children? I don't know if you can even make that out. Sounds like a man and then a child, maybe. It almost sounds like I did. Did you murder your wife in front of your children? But I don't know. Could be nothing. It does sound like I did. Yeah. That one's hard because I don't know. It just it's not as clear as what we normally get. But anyway, I don't know. To me, it sounds like I did. Here's the next one. Do you know where your head is? Is that a yes? If that's yes, can you step back? No, the ram pod went off after I asked, do you know where your head is? And I said, if that's a yes, step back. And it went off. So Um, I also heard between the second, third bunch of squigglies, there's little teeny tiny lines on that graph. Uh There's little whisperings or something going on there. Yeah. Let me right in a little bit and see. I mean, they don't can't hear them, but let's, I mean, I can't understand them. Let's listen to it again. Do you know where your head is? Is that a yes? If that's yes, can you step back? I mean, you do kind of hear a little whispering there, but I don't, I don't well, know. I can't begin to understand it. But yeah, me either. Me either. Sounds like something's there, though. Yep. Here's the next one. How long were you down here before somebody found you? Dream. Dream? Nightmare? Freddy Krueger? Do you look like Freddy Krueger? Is that really what you look like? The picture that they had in the newspaper? Michelle got the word dream on the ovulus. And so I was like, oh, is this like Nightmare oh, yeah. on the Street? Because <laughs> he looks like Freddy Krueger. but uh, He looks so much like Freddy Krueger. I mean, we didn't really get an answer on that other than she got the word <laughs> dream on her ovulus. So I was like, oh, Nightmare <laughs> Nightmare huh. on the Street. <laughs> I really wonder when they're doing the sketch for this guy, trying to guess what he looked like, uh-huh. if the guy had recently watched that show. Because it is eerily similar. It is eerily similar, but when did he do the sketch? Do you know? I don't know. And I don't know if he had some historical photos of the guy that it's crazy. Was he burned? Did we know that? Not that I know of. Hmm. But it's just strange how how much he looks like Freddy Krueger. When, when did that movie come out? In the 80s? Yeah. Late 70s, early 80s, I think. I mean, he died way before that. Who knows? This would make a good movie. Sure would make a good movie. Jeez, we really need to find that head. Mm -hmm. Okay, here's the next one. Is Agnes here? Agnes, if that's you, can you sit back from the room pod? 
last time we were in there, we did get some responses from Agnes and it seemed as though she was really upset about the fact that she had been murdered. That her Which stands to reason. Right. That her kids watch the whole thing. And Mary, what did Miriam say about Agnes? She thought Agnes was still there, didn't she? If I remember right, yes. So we asked, you know, if Agnes was still there. Now, Agnes was um, Joseph's wife who he murdered with an axe. First wife, right? Second wife. Second wife. Yep. You know, we asked about it. The REM pod goes off. We said, if that's a yes, step back. And and it went off. So she could <laughs> still be there. And the first time we went there, we did get her name on the ferret box. That's interesting. I don't know why she would be hanging around there. But if perhaps she's trying to make sure he's dead and nobody finds his head. I don't know. Do we have any idea where they were when he killed her? Wasn't it in, in their house? That's I don't know. I always assumed it was in their house. Like he went back to. I had thought they were, I was under the impression they were living by it, but not in a house that they were like sheep herders. They were living in a. Oh, really? Some kind of I mean, tent and or. I have the article here, but I don't know if it really says. And do we know where her body's buried? Do we know for sure that, I mean, did they, I'm assuming they found the head and they buried it all together? Um, all it says is that on May 5th, 1916, Joseph's wife, Agnes Loveless, was murdered with an axe. Authorities claim that at least two of her children were present when the murder occurred. On May 11th, oh. Agnes Loveless' murderer was arrested under the name of Walter Currens for the murder of his common-law wife. At the funeral, one of the children said, Papa never stayed in jail very long, and he'll soon be out. Several days later, Walter Carnes escaped from jail by selling through the bars using a saw he had hidden in his shoe. That's all it says. Agnes was murdered by her husband, and it was later confirmed by the Clark County Sheriff's Office. I assumed he went back to their house and murdered her, but... While we were with Miriam, she got the presence of a second man, did she not? She did. And I wondered if it was she thought was possibly the murderer. Yeah, I don't know. Could be. I mean, I'm still curious as to who murdered him. Nobody has me too. Nobody has any idea. I wonder if it's one of the kids. I always wondered that because the first time we went down there to investigate. We got a voice of a, ch- it sounded like a child. And so I was like, well, did the son get mad about his mom being murdered? So he decided to go after his dad and kill him. Who knows? Well, I'd like to know where they were at when she died. And if it was the same place, why did he end up in the cave? Right. Because there's no houses near there, really. No, it's a huge desert area and nothing is out there. Absolutely nothing. Michelle and I walked around. I don't know why I thought this, but I was under the impression he was camped out like a sheep herder. I thought they were, that's what they were doing. But, or hiding, maybe, maybe even in the cave. But there's a really, 
nice little river that runs through there that you would never know was there unless you walked up on it. It's not very big and there's very few trees growing around. So Michelle and I walked up and down it for quite a ways, both directions, maybe looking for a, a, a campsite. And we did find one there. It was old, but I, I can't say it was a hundred years old. I doubt it, but you know, in a desert things don't change much. So I don't know. Yeah. We need to look into this more. We really do. We need to research it a lot more because I always assumed that he was just hiding in that cave because he had escaped from jail. But maybe there's more to it than that. Well, yeah, that makes sense. He's hiding in there. But why that cave and how on earth did he know it was there? Right. Unless he lived in the area because you you can't see that thing unless you are standing on it. 300 yards from a major freeway. And you'd ne- I've been by it a thousand times and didn't know it was there. You really have to come up upon it in order to see it. Didn't you have the impression they lived near there or were staying there or I, maybe just hiding there? I didn't. I, I always assumed that they lived somewhere close to Idaho Falls or Rexburg. Uh, but I, I mean, I don't, that's just what I pictured. You know, I have no idea, but we need to do more research, I think, because I just assumed he escaped, found this cave and was hiding out in it to not get caught and somehow somebody who hated him found him and murdered him, chopped him up. But it would make more sense that he knew about it ahead of time that perhaps they were sheep herders and and he used this cave. What if his son did know about it and he thought, oh, I bet dad's there hanging out. I'm gonna go kill him. I don't know. Hmm. Uh, I also wonder if he was killed above. And animals yeah. drug him down there? Yeah. Or he was down there and they just killed him right there or whatever. It's interesting. Why would they have cut him up? We don't know that they did. The animals could have just torn him apart because there's a yeah. lot of other bones down there. I guess that's true. That one section where we found those weird tracks, there was a large flat rock and something had dug out from under it. Are you and talking then about that one that looked like a snake? Yeah, the uh-huh. snake trail that led to another rock that somebody had dug or something that dug out from underneath it. Yeah, there could be a skull under there that it hauled off and drug under there. So whatever that creature was, the more we think about this, the more I realize we need to learn more about it. Well, you know, I always thought, okay, we have two questions: where's the head and who murdered him? But I guess there's a lot more to it that we we really don't know. Yeah, we're gonna have to do a follow up episode on this. I think so. It's it's just been a fascinating case to me since the very beginning, and I still have a lot of questions about it. And it's not one that's well known unless you live in Idaho. And even at that, yeah. a lot of people don't know about it. Yeah, we'll have to do some more. I'll have to do some more digging. Here's the next one. Now I believe Michelle got an answer on the ovulus, and that's why we are asking these questions. Joseph, do you know who killed you? I got Jackson on the ovals. Jackson. Was his name Jackson? <laughs> so we got the name Jackson on the ovals. Don't know what that means. It could be significant. It could not be. Who knows? Here's the next one. July. Oh. July. When was he murdered? Do we know when he escaped? Wasn't it in the summer? Yeah. Is that you, Joseph? 
Can you step back? Thank you. So she gets the word July on the ovulus. The REM pod goes off. And we know he was murdered sometime in the summer. He escaped from jail or prison. And then when I asked whoever was next to the ovulus to step back, they did. You know what, though, I was thinking just now? Yeah. It's odd that he was killed sometime in 1916. Uh-huh. And he remained in that cave for a hundred years. Right. Nobody went in that cave since then. I don't know. It's not an easy cave to find, but you know, somebody's had to he wasn't the only person who knew about it. Right. I don't think, but Oh, I'm sure plenty of people knew about it. I mean the civil defense caves were built there. When was that? In the fifties? Well, you know, I don't know the date, but I want to say the civil defense caves were started in the 50s, if I remember right. So, well, if there was a bunch of men working on that cave, you know, they went on the other side and say anything or see anything unless they found the head and just didn't tell nobody. Yeah, but I don't know why you wouldn't. Yeah, well, soul, would you keep it to yourself? You know, if you're building a road and you find human remains, they close it down. Yeah. The project down, so maybe they were told to keep, keep their mouth shut because they didn't want to close the project down. I don't know. I don't know either. Boy, the more we dig into this, the more questions I have. No joke. Okay, here's the next little recording I have. Something moved back there. That's not on this. Recognition. You want recognition for who murdered you? <laughs> Last time we were here talking to him, he was saying, make me famous, remember? Yes, that's going off again. You wanted us to make him famous. You want to be famous, Joseph? I think we made you famous, dude. The very end sounds like somebody coming across saying famous. Yeah. Michelle gets the word, what did she say? We got the word recognition on the obelisk. And it was like she needed recognition of some sort. And we get, you know, we get the REM pod going off and, and everything kind of at the same time. So that was a little, little strange. And at the very end, I, I do hear famous. This is the last one, I think. Are your children still alive? Is there anything you want them to know? If that's a yes, can you step back? Do you want your children to know something? Mm. So we didn't really get a lot on the spirit box or the EVP recorder. During this session, we did get a lot of REM pod activity and a lot more questions than we had to begin with. I feel like somebody's trying to talk through that. And maybe, hopefully, I can get someone who knows more about audio to clean it up better. Maybe we'll get an answer off of that. It does make sense that his head would be covered in lichen. And it's probably right there. I mean, it could be mixed up with the rocks and we just will never know that's what it is. 
will we ever know who murdered him or why he was murdered or why he was there or any of that? We don't know. We need to investigate some more. We do. Maybe go there at nighttime and. Yeah. And I think maybe we need to take some more equipment. Maybe a few of our extra teammates who are a little bit more sensitive and can feel things out a little bit better. I don't know. Miriam did give us a lot of helpful information, but she wasn't in the actual location. Would it make a, a difference if she was, you know? I don't know. I don't either. Definitely a case uh, that I am not done exploring yet. No, definitely fascinating. It is. Maybe we do go at night. Maybe we do take a couple of extra people with us and some more equipment and and more research. We'll see. Definitely worth looking at. Absolutely. I thoroughly enjoyed the investigation and the, the story, the history of it. Absolutely. It's a it's a good good case. If you enjoy our show, please like, subscribe, and leave a five-star review. For more information, visit www.destination-mystery.com. Find your own destination. And solve the mystery.